I had a parishioner in my congregation in New York City who is long gone, long gone to be with Jesus, who was that woman. <laughs> she, was, she was mean. <laughs> Like, she was mean to the clergy. She was mean to other people in the congregation. Um, and she was also faithful. She was there every Sunday. Of course. And finally, towards the end of her life, she ended up with a, an, an injury that meant she couldn't get out of her apartment. And so I went to go and bring her communion. And I wasn't sure quite what to expect, you know, in her domain, not my domain or what I thought of as my domain, but which she clearly thought was her domain, <laughs> the church. And in the course of our visit and our conversation, she just started to cry. And she looked at me and she said, I just, I just think that it's possible that I've not been very nice in my life. And I was blown away by that insight because I'm sure that was not the first time she thought that. I think she knew. <laughs> I think she knew who she was. Like maybe she wasn't conscious of it all the time, but she, she knew that she was not kind to people. But it was the first time I'd ever known that she knew. I had just assumed she was blind to that. And it was an interesting thing to try to figure out how to respond to that because at one level you're kind of like, you're right, you've not been nice. <laughs> and at another level you don't want to say, oh no, it's fine. <laughs> You know, trying to find the words to say, oh, well, what, what would you like to change? Or how would you like to be? How do you want to be? And I know that the reason she was thinking of that was because of her physical frailty and recognizing that her, there were more days behind her than there were days ahead of her. And that is t the type of introspection that Ash Wednesday calls us into. You know, that introspection of what would you say to your priest <laughs> when they came to visit you and you felt like your life was not so much in the future? Would you say to your priest, to Jesus, I feel like I've not been very kind? <laughs> would you say to your priest, to Jesus, I feel like I've been faithful? Thank you for grace to do that. What is it that you would, would feel in that moment? What have you felt in that moment? Because I know that's a moment that there are many people here who have experienced. And I think about that moment of my parishioner, and I've been thinking about Jimmy Carter this week as well, and thinking, wow, you know, I mean, who knows what is in Jimmy Carter's heart, really, but I, I kind of feel like he's not sitting around thinking, I've not been very kind. <laughs> to approach death with that sort of joyful, glad heart of embracing Jesus. You know, I, I know that's where I'd like to be. I don't know if that's where I'll get to someday, but I'd like to be there. And so as I and we... Pray and remember, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. It's that opportunity to look in and say, okay, dust, how are we doing? And we've got 40 days to do it. 40 days of introspection and self-examination. It's not all done today. 
but all within today until Good Friday on the cross, a via crucis, if you will, of understanding where am I? You know, it's a spiritual inventory, a spiritual background check, a chance to reflect on the sins we've done, a chance to reflect on the things that are good, a chance to reflect on the sins that we participate in, whether willingly or not, because not all sin is, you know, what you do. Some sin is what we do. And a couple of you heard me say this uh, on Saturday's service at Absalom Jones, but I think it, it's a good direction for how to talk about corporate sin in institutions. Um, how do we tell the truth about our sins as individuals? How do we tell the truth about our sins as groups? One of the things that have, one of the stories of how to tell sins as institutions that has risen to my mind in the last few weeks is in the story of Absalom Jones, who was the first black priest in the Episcopal Church. Um, the way that the church told his story in Lesser Feasts and Fasts a few years ago was one page long. And it began by saying, you know, Absalom Jones was born enslaved. And, you know, it sort of told this sort of, at some level, a heroic arc of how, you know, from, from slavery to freedom and look, and then he ended up as an Episcopal church and good job church for being the Episcopal church that ordained Absalom Jones. The new version of the story, as we tell it in our official documents that tells more truth, begins, Absalom Jones was born enslaved to a wealthy Anglican planter, Abraham Wincoop. We are not neutral on slavery as the Episcopal Church. We are the enslavers. <laughs> and it continues to tell about the story of Absalom Jones and his family because Abraham Wincoop sold Absalom Jones's mother and five siblings while Absalom Jones was, was a young person. And it tells the story about how he had to have permission from those who enslaved he and his fiancée in order to get married, and tells the truth about um, the fact that after his wife's freedom was purchased, he had to work another 20 years to purchase his, after consistently asking Mr. Wincoop and his heirs, please give me my freedom. And none of those details were in the original story as told in the official documents of the Episcopal Church. And there's a difference in how we tell the truth about ourselves and our complicity with slavery, our complicity with sin, and it's better to tell more truth. And I am not under any illusions that the two-page version that we have in Lesser Feasts and Fasts now is anything close to the whole truth. There's <laughs> a lot more to tell in that story and in all of our stories about our complicity with slavery. But at least it's getting closer to saying, I don't think we've been a very nice church. It's getting closer to that recognition that, you know, things done and left undone are a lot. And so we are about to be invited into this holy season of Lent and introspection. And I invite you into that as individuals. I invite you into that as a church, a group. I invite you to enter into that in whatever groups or families or um, 
congregations you are a part of, to look and reflect upon how you will speak to Jesus, to say, I am dust, and to dust I shall return, and how have I lived, and what is the truth about my life and my ministry? Amen.